This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I have been extremely open about my struggles with severe anxiety, depression, childhood trauma, and therapy has honestly given me the tools to not only get through the everyday, but enjoy every day. Whether you're coping with trauma, stress, a specific hardship, whatever it may be, you don't need to feel ashamed of normal human struggles because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you because there's BetterHelp. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. You all know I always complain about how expensive therapy is, but BetterHelp therapy is much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are working with therapists from home. I mean, what's the harm in trying it? I guarantee BetterHelp's therapists will provide you with a new perspective on your current struggles. BetterHelp has a special offer for Meet My Mess listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash meet my mess. That's better H-E-L-P.com slash meet my mess. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Shit's about to get messy. Real messy. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are. I hope that you are feeling as messy as me. If you're watching this, I'm sorry. If you're listening to this, I'm sorry. I still don't have a microphone. I still don't have a ring light. I still don't have my health. Um, as you can hear in my voice, I have a cold. I've had this cold for about three weeks. Honestly, I just haven't been taking care of my health the way I should be. I've been traveling a lot. And after two years of pandemicness, I've been really diving into having a lot of fun partying a lot, going out a lot, stayed up late, not a lot of sleep. It is really catching up to me. And I'm really remembering now why I spent the last two years working on my physical and mental health because I've kind of been neglecting it. So little quick travel update. I'm currently in Portugal, Lisbon. It's lovely here. If you love art and, um, like, if you're a little bit of a hipster, this is a great place for you to be. Um, I'm leaving this weekend to a small island in Spain so I can recover myself. I've taken a COVID test. I've taken multiple COVID tests. I am negative for COVID. Um, 
I'm just feeling really run down, but I'm leaving to a small island in Spain where I can focus on getting my physical health back in shape, um, getting my mental health back in shape and take a little break from all of the craziness that has been Lisbon and Barcelona. I obviously, if you listen to last week's episode, you know I'm also pretty injured right now. I stepped on, there's a new development in the story. I stepped on a broken bottle and it went through my shoe through my foot you can listen to last week's episode to hear all about that but it's probably the worst injury I've ever had and it happened two days into my vacation so overall I'm just kind of falling apart so on that note I really hope you're really excited to listen to the rest of this episode um I actually think it's going to be a really good one I'm really excited about the topic I'm talking about today I think that the straight men out there need this need this guide. I wish that a male podcaster would release a guide on how to date straight men. So I'm going to tell you how to date straight women. But first, I want to tell you about some of the things I've encountered this week that have actually just reminded me about how difficult it is to date straight men. I was at a club the other night. These are just a couple little comments I've received just in my daily life. Um, I was at a club the other night, really, really fun, had a great night. I met this guy from Croatia, which Croatia guys in my, in my experience are a little bit aggressive. They are almost a little bit barbaric. Didn't hear that from me. Um, but yeah, I met a guy from Croatia. We got talking. First thing he says to me is like, where are you from? Everyone always assumes I'm from the States, which is gross as fuck. Sorry. I know majority of my listeners are in the States. Um, he comes up to me and he says, where are you from? I said, Canada. And he says, all, oh, I could have guessed all Canadian girls have big tits like you. Yes, I do have big tits, but majority of Canadian girls, or I would say a lot of Canadian girls don't have big tits. So that was nice. A nice little reminder that I have big tits. I literally just looked at him and walked away. Um, what else happened this week? Oh yeah. I've been really interested in a guy I met here in Portugal very interested it's been a very slow start because I'm trying not to scare him off um but he just pulled the moves of all moves it's been I've known him for about a week now we've been on one date if we've had no no kissing no nothing I have no idea what this guy wants he tells me I'm beautiful all the time um just an absolute mind fuck. So of course I'm interested. Same night we go to the same club. I meet a guy who was my type to a T. Very tall, dark features, um, very muscular, could pick me up and throw me back to Spain if he wanted to. So I was like, all right, let's give it a go because the guy that I've been trying to pursue is just not doing enough so I ended up making up with this guy he's a good dancer he's fun he buys me a drink so all good and then once the guy I'm interested in sees me making out with another guy dancing with another guy of course He finally makes his mind up, comes up to me in the first minute I'm alone again. And he, um, 
comes and he starts like kissing me on the neck and all this and dancing with me and I was just like all right I can't do this anymore I have some liquid courage I was like are you attracted to me like what's going on here and he says yeah I'm attracted to you but I just don't want you to expect too much from me fine that's fine I'm glad he finally tells me but now I'm not expecting too much I just want a good lay and he is still nowhere to be found I put myself right out there last night and was like I'm gonna be staying alone in a hotel tomorrow basically come over and get some he's not here oh see like straight men are just so confusing I understand you just want to fuck I'll give you what you want but you still won't take what you want so on that note the first step and first piece of advice I have to give to straight men is figure out what you want you can want something casual until you meet the right person you can want something casual completely or you can want a relationship but you need to figure out which category you fall into and make that clear to the person you are seeing let me start off with a straight man who only want something casual this is perfectly okay. We all have urges. We're not always going to be ready for something serious. Majority of the time, we're not going to be ready for something serious. But I've said it six billion times on this show, and I just wish that I could write a handwritten note to every straight man out there and send them this in the mail as if they were being enlisted in the war and tell them, even if you just want to fuck her, doesn't mean you have to disrespect her. It's just seems so simple to me. Even if you just want to have sex with her, doesn't mean you can't ask her how she is. Um, ask her one or two things about herself. It's really, really simple to please a girl in that way. You just need to not be a straight up dick and keep reminding her 25-8 that she's nothing but a whole. Because even though she just wants to have sex with you, she's still a human being. And for us as women, how we function is we are attracted based on personality. That's just how it is. We like to feel like protected. Girls are terrified to get themselves into a situation where they are not respected, that something could go south. So just because you want to have sex with her doesn't mean you can disrespect her. You still need to make her feel safe in this environment and comfortable with first taking her clothes off, second being alone with you in this really vulnerable space. You need to make her feel heard, seen, and respected. But this does not mean because a girl wants this it, that she wants something serious. I hope I worded that correct. I worded it in six billion ways. And so all the time I see guys who just can't understand the fact this simple, simple concept. Next little tidbit I'm going to give you. I hope you guys are all lucky enough to know that I'm also recording this pantsless. I'd show you, but that's not appropriate for YouTube. Um... The next little tidbit I want to give you guys is if you don't put in the effort to make her come, she ain't coming back. 
it's really not that hard. You don't even have to make her come. That's not what I'm saying because it's not always easy to make a girl finish. But you need to at least try. If you just like come in, pump her in, pump her in, pump her out, you're not going to have someone to have casual sex with anymore because why would a girl want to come back to have casual sex with you if you are not giving her her nuts she's not just there to please you especially because you don't even want anything from her if you don't care about her pleasure why the fuck is she gonna give one single ounce of a care about yours you really really do not want a bdr a bad dick rating because a lot of the time girls will consult each other on sex I would let so many girls I know have sex with people I've had sex with in the past maybe not like my best friends but like anyone I know that isn't like my like two best friends in the world I who are both um on their way to engagement so I don't really have to worry about this but us girls allow each other to have sex with the guys that they have sex had sex with in the past especially if they're no longer interested but with that comes a conversation about how is the sex is this worth my time um is this worth another notch under my belt we have these conversations and the last thing you want is a girl saying he put in no effort to make me come he came in he got his nut and then he kicked me out of the door you are ruining yourself by not trying to make at least I, I can't I can't stress this enough it's not about making her come it's just about trying it's really really not that hard to be pretty good in bed there's literally two like two steps here three I'll say three because I just thought of a third one. First one the clit we know about it if you don't know how to find it yet fucking watch a video it's actually pathetic if you can't find it at this point and I don't feel bad about shaming you for that two just be a little dominant like that doesn't mean like hair it just means like pick her up throw her on the bed um if she if you sense that she likes it a little bit more dominant keep keep going you know but make sure you do have that conversation about consent and like what kind of sex you have I think conversations about sex are so so important and people really don't have them enough um what you like in bed all that and it can be so hot before you guys have sex you guys can talk about like what you like what you want what things turn you on and that will get that's like a really good way to get you both in the mood before you actually start kind of touching around um yeah conversations about it and yeah so just play with the clit be a little dominant and the the third one was talk about it so I put them those both with number two so just um yeah make sure you guys have a conversation about what she likes because every girl has different standards of um dominance of being a submissive like what they like every girl has a different threshold for that so I think a conversation about it will really really do you well um it doesn't have to be so serious you could just say babe what do you what do you like what turns you on and from there adjust accordingly 
that's what I've been dealing with for two weeks. Side note, I got into the dumbest fight with a stupid bitch from the Netherlands this week. So I've been staying at hostels just to save money to meet people. Um, I could do a whole episode about staying in hostels. They're actually a lot cleaner and a lot safer, at least in Europe, than you would um, guess. But I would stay in a hostel. If you're going to stay in a hostel, you can't really expect much. There's Oh, you can expect cleanliness, you can expect friendliness, but you can't expect that no one's going to wake you up. You can't always guarantee an amazing sleep. There's often a snore. There's often someone coming in really drunk. Um, So you just can't expect you're going to have a top-notch sleep every single night. Most nights you will, but not every night. Um, So with this cough... Which, by the way, 50% of the hostel I was staying at has at the moment. Um, I coughed thrice in the middle of the night, thrice. Just not even like that. It was like a, oh, I am sick. Like two. Boo, you whore. That's such a good sound. Um, yeah, so she, I cough, and every single time I cough, I hear, <sighs> Jesus Christ, every single time. And mind you, I was asleep before this dumb bitch came in. She comes in at 1 a.m., starts fucking talking. She starts, like, freaking out about something. I think she, like, perioded in her bed, and she was like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Like, freaking out, starts spraying a bunch of things on her bed. I don't know exactly what happened, but that woke me up. And then after that, she proceeds to go take a shower. I was like, finally, this fucking bitch is not waking me up anymore. She comes back. The bitch starts blow drying her hair at 1 a.m. And this is just, like, so disrespectful. Like, it's kind of an unspoken word that, like, you try and stay, like, as quiet as you can. Even if you do make a little noise coming home late or whatever, like, you try and stay as quiet as you can. So I was like not coughing at all. I was sleeping well, recovering well, and this dumb bitch wakes me up. So I start sitting up. I'm awake now. I cough. And then all of a sudden she goes, she opens, we have these little curtains. She opens the curtain. She goes, can you stop coughing? Can you stop coughing? Yeah, yeah, sorry. I'll just stop myself from dying. Again, I've taken a COVID test. And I look at her and I go, I wasn't coughing until you woke me up you came in here at 1 a.m. and start blow drying your hair so no I can't stop coughing and I close the curtain she doesn't say anything like she thought she was like this big hot shot tough girl but one thing people don't expect about me is like I am literally the chillest person on planet earth it takes a lot to irk me but if I feel like you are like personally disrespecting me my family my friends or a cause I care about I will annihilate you in an argument. I am such a good debater. I can devalue any point you have. And because I'm so chill majority of the time, when I do switch to this like debate mode, I would call it angry because I don't, like I've never yelled at anyone in my life, one person. And it was my boyfriend for cheating on me. Um, But when I do switch to this kind of like aggressive 
mode it's not a yeah yeah it's aggressive it's a little bit more aggressive and I'm more serious I'm more straight to the point like you will not win an argument all of my friends have always said like they're terrified to get into an argument with me which I guess is not a good thing but I like weirdly pride myself on that um not all my friends but like my two best friends would actually like we've gotten into arguments and like yeah like gotten into it both of them because we're close and we're honest about our feelings when one of us pisses the other off we're gonna be honest about it we're gonna work through it and then we're gonna keep it going I've been best friends with my two best friends Julia and Bailey since I was 15 years old and like I will do anything to fix those friendships but a lot of like my not so close friends would be really really scared to get into those kinds of arguments because also if you like really really disrespect me like I'm not gonna stick around I'll stick around for my two best girlfriends all my best guy friends and my family that's like pretty much it um anyways back to what we were talking about I kind of already told you guys to be straight up about what you want, but I want to tell you how to do this in a way that is not going to come off as disrespectful. Hopefully it's not annoying that I keep adjusting myself. I just like to be comfortable when I speak to my besties. Um, how do you say this? How do you let a girl know that all you want is something casual? Um, I would say... I'm not looking for something serious, but I'd love to spend more time with you regardless. Easy. Girls aren't dumb. We read social cues, unlike you. You can tell I'm really, really loving men these days. I'm sorry, guys. I do love you. Obviously, I date you and I'm looking for one of you, but I just want to let you know how how to pick us up but like we will read between the lines if you say you're not looking for something serious but you want to spend more time with us we know you want to fuck and it will honestly turn us on that you use the word spend more time with you instead of saying I want you to come sit on my face because it comes off beyond creepy if you start saying shit like I'm gonna fuck the shit out of you stuff like that like that's all hot to us that's like yeah no just you don't need to do that the sexting comes later once you guys have built a little bit more of a rapport but you can't just come in hot with I'm gonna pound you until you squirt because you're probably not and if you start claiming things that you're not able to do that's when we're gonna start to really really um turn the other way you still need to take interest as her in her as a person I'll say it I said at the beginning I'm saying it again take interest in her as a person ask about you don't need to ask about what she wants you can just ask about what she likes to do again what turns her on um what are her friends like things like that surface level but not super surface level things what's her favorite food what kind of music she likes stuff like that take some interest um, next, use condoms, especially if you're like bouncing from chick to chick to chick. Babies are literally the wor- least of your worries these days. Most girls are on birth control. STDs are what you need to worry about. They're rampant. They're around. People don't talk about them. People don't always disclose their status, especially when it comes to herpes or chlamydia or things of that nature. 
So use condoms. Uh, it could really ruin your chances to keep having fun the way you are if you don't, um, if you don't use them. Just always have one on hand. And girls, if you're listening, also always have one on hand. Next, if she tells you she knows that it's casual, she knows it. Don't keep like reiterating, like, I just want to fuck you. Like, don't forget, don't forget. I don't want to have sex with you. I don't want anything serious with you. It doesn't make a good girl feel good. We know that we're what we have is casual. So you don't need to keep reminding me I'm not good enough to be something more to you. I'm happy to be here. I am here. I want to be here. So don't keep reminding me that you want something casual. If a girl gets attached after you told her you want something casual, that's on her. Okay. Don't keep reminding her that you only want something casual unless she asks. Um yeah, I would just say she wants to be your friend as well as have sex with you. So remember that, respect that, and put a little bit of effort into uh, making her feel seen and heard. Okay, now I want to talk to the straight men that are looking for something a little more serious. I don't know. I, I started off with the... Um, with the single men who want something a little more casual because I figured that would be the majority. But now I'm going to talk to you little cuties out there. Um, slide into my DMs, first of all, if you're looking for something a little more serious, because I personally am at this point, especially if you are living in Europe, anywhere in Europe, I'll come to you. Um, again, though, be straight up if you're looking for something more serious. Majority of girls are looking for something more serious like you are, but not all of them. Um, Typically, if a girl is not looking for something more serious, she is not in a place to be in something more serious or she is recently out of a relationship. So um, majority of the girls are looking for the same thing of you as you though, or at least they're open to it. Um, how do you tell a girl that you are looking for something a little bit more serious? I understand for guys, it can be just as scary to get rejected for something a little looking for something like this that as it is for girls. So I would say I'm not in a massive rush to get into something serious, but I'm really ready to settle down and ready to meet someone that I can form something deeper with because a lot of girls these days are afraid of love bombing. I know it's annoying. Um, how do you know how well to treat a girl, how not well to treat a girl? But um, yeah, I would, yeah, it's a tough topic because I personally love to be love bombed. It's not good. Like it hasn't served me in the past. All of my ex boyfriends have never been able to uphold the standards they set for themselves in the beginning. Um, but. I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, yeah. Saying you're not in a massive rush just shows that you're waiting for the right person, um, that you're not just going to take a first, the first girl you can get and that she is still something special to you. Um, when it comes to girls wanting something a little bit more serious, I want to remind guys that like we do have this biological clock that ticks very fast. So girls are looking for something serious sooner if we had forever to just fuck around the same way you guys do we probably would but 
we do have a time limit on carrying babies or forming that bond if we want to have a father to our children just a reminder it's not so to be scared of it's just the reality of the situation in the meantime while you are looking for this person because it's not going to come right away think about the qualities you want in a relationship you need to be working on yourself during this time uh, make sure that the people you are dating check off your boxes you know um, and I'm not talking like have a full list of everything she needs to have I'm more talking about a list of things that are absolute deal breakers for you whether it be smoking whether it be um like I, I don't know yes smoking um polyamory I don't know what your deal breakers are they could be very different mine are personally smoking um guys who don't feel women deserve respect as much as men um someone who would not like me to have a career these things um yeah a list of an, of absolute deal breakers are definitely helpful and you should also be open to someone who you aren't 100% sure about. Unfortunately, I hate to say this, guys, you aren't always best at sensing who is right for you right off the bat. You get there, which is amazing, but women often do have this like female intuition that they are pretty positive after one date if it's someone that they could see themselves with or not. Um it's again not something to be afraid of it's just a reality of the situation I have known with all of my ex-boyfriends pretty much right off the bat that this was some a connection that was a little bit different than the rest of them but guys I understand you don't necessarily always feel that way right off the bat so I would say give a girl a couple chances before you decide if she's right for you or not um finding a wife isn't easy you have to put some time into dating you have to put some effort into dating Anna from the Real Housewives of Miami gave some really good advice on an episode I watched yesterday and she said that do one nice thing for the person you are seeing every day and I love that advice it can be something so small like coffee in the morning a back rub at night um make them lunch um dry them off after a shower like literally the smallest things that just like make them feel cared about go such a long way in keeping a relationship healthy and keeping a relationship going um yeah you gotta put some time into dating you can't just expect that a girl's just gonna stumble upon you and fall right in your lap especially after post-pandemic because honestly a lot of people are like really looking to have fun right now um it's hard because people aren't as social as they used to be dating apps are very very common which makes it really hard to find something serious but yeah um you gotta put some time in some effort in or else it's not just it's just not gonna happen for you right off the bat i hope this was helpful i hope this advice will help straight men out um i'm sorry that i have not been uploading 
on Instagram as much as I have usually been. I'm sorry I have not been. I owe, I owe a lot of apologies. I'm sorry that I don't have a microphone. I'm sorry that I don't have a ring light. I'm sorry my phone just went off at the end of the episode. And I'm sorry that I'm going to cut this a little bit short. I know I said I'd be having a lot more guests on. And I do plan to be. I have quite a few in the works. Some really big guests, actually. But um, I've just been trying to kind of figure out how to navigate recording from across the world. and bear with me. I'm still going to release episodes weekly. You're still going to get updates. Make sure you rate the podcast five stars. If you guys are into like travel content, follow my main Instagram. If you're into dating, life advice, wellness, comedy content, follow the podcast page. I'm on TikTok as well, Twitter, all that. But most important is you rating the podcast five stars and subscribing to it because it is how I make my money and how I keep this podcast going. Um, Thanks so much for listening. Stay messy. And I appreciate it so much. It's so crazy to me that anyone listens to me talk from this bedroom each week. So it's really, really cool. And I feel very, very, very grateful for the life I'm living right now so grateful. Thank you again and stay messy.